Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Saturday in Daytona Beach, Florida. Richard, welcome to the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. Thank you for having me, man. Glad to be here. Awesome. Rich, it's been uh, you know about six weeks now since uh, the end of the season. What have you been doing uh, you know, since, since that final game up until now getting ready for Pro Day? Well, you know, right when the season ended, uh, I took took some time off to uh, just, you know, process and digest, you know, the uh, season coming to an end and my, my college career ending and also just really get my body 100% right. Um, and once I was done with that, I just jumped right back into it. And uh, I've been throwing um, every day at my high school and, and working out and uh, just, you know, really getting back into playing shape and working on more uh what the NFL uh, asked for. Right, and, and who have you been working out? A lot of, I know a lot of college guys go and work with, you know, private coaches. Uh, who have you been working out with? So, yeah, I've been working out with uh, my quarterback coach who I uh, trained with, you know, basically my entire life. Uh, his name is Coach Mur- Kevin Murray. So, uh been getting in with him, uh, you know, two, three, four times a week. Um, and then also just, you know, using the, the weight room and things that are in his facility. What kind of things are you working on, you know, technique-wise to, to get ready for the next step of this process? Just doing a lot of uh, under center, you know, working on the drops and, and play action stuff. From a physical standpoint, that's uh, my main focus is, uh, you know, getting reacclimated with being under center because, you know, as you know, at IU, we didn't do much of that at all. Um, fortunately for me, I have a background of it in high school where – pretty much under center, you know, 100% of the time. Um, but just, you know, re-familiarizing myself with, with that technique and that form that goes along with, with being under center, it's a lot different. Yeah, I, I dabbled at quarterback in high school as a freshman. I think I bobbled every snap under center that I ever took. Um, ended up punting, and that's an extended shotgun, and it was much easier to catch the ball. Just what goes into... You know, having snapped the ball from under center to going to the shotgun and pistol look and back, how do you how do you reacclimate yourself? Uh, just reps, I think, is the biggest thing. Just it takes time. Um, you know, like you said, it's it's something that sounds really easy, but anyone that's played quarterback and has has gone under center before, especially if, if it's something you're not a hundred percent, you know used to, um, it's harder to get those snaps under center um, than, than you would think or that you would like it to be. So just, you know, taking those those reps over and over again is also different. You know, you can go out on a field with your center and get snaps all day and probably not bobble any, but uh, whenever there's a, a full offensive line and a full defensive line and you're really in that moment, uh, it's also a lot different. So just continuing to get reps, just like everything else, to uh, get good at it. Right, we're talking to a former Indiana quarterback, Richard Lego. He's preparing 
uh, for the NFL draft coming up this spring. Uh, Rich, you mentioned to me earlier that you're in this uh, the showcase in Dallas, and then we'll lead up into the Tropical Bowl. What are these showcases? Um, what are they about? What do you do, and, and how do how do they work to your advantage? So yeah, the one that I just wrapped up with in Dallas. Um, Really, it was just a good chance to get in front of the scouts and, and be able to meet with them and have interviews uh, with them um, and let them, you know, see you live in person. I think that's the biggest thing uh, that, that these, you know, events, the, the bowl games, all that does is it gets you in front of the scouts um, in a position where you can also, you know, interact with them. Uh, you see them, you know, throughout the season or whatever uh, at practice and, you know, walking around taking notes, but you know, you don't talk to them at, at that time. Uh, so when you're at an event like that, it gives them a chance to really come up to you and, you know, ask you anything that they'd like to know about you, about your journey, your story, uh, anything. So it, it's good to just to talk with them. Right, and then the Tropical USA Bowl coming up on Saturday. I believe the game's at 9 o'clock uh, in the morning. Uh, it, it says on the website 9 to 1 if fans want to watch. Uh, Richard or uh, teammate, former IU teammate Tony Fields is in the game as well. Uh, you could go yep. to the Tropical USA, uh, Tropical Bowl USA website and subscribe, and they'll have the game streaming on there uh, if you want to watch uh, these two former Hoosiers uh, in that game. Uh, Richard, when uh, you know what is what goes into this? You're not in Daytona Beach yet, but what do you expect from this experience at the Tropical Bowl? You know, just to continue to to hear the NFL offense and to learn the NFL offense, uh, practicing you know the verbiage that goes along with it because it's a lot different than college, especially when you come from a system where it's, there's not really much verbiage at all. You know, you're going fast tempo. Uh, getting signals from the sideline, which so many college teams do. It's uh, different to have to, you know, communicate an entire play in a huddle and then go out, you know, and execute it. So I think the biggest thing um, as far as experience for these is, is continuing to do that and continuing to practice being under center and taking those drops. Right. And then, you know, what are you most looking forward to in these games? You know, you get to play with some of the best college players from around the country uh, in what should be a warm weather climate. Uh, just, you know, what, what are you most looking forward to? Well, I'm most looking forward to getting back with Tony on the field, really. You know, I haven't seen him since, since we all left Bloomington, so it'll be good to see him again. And luckily he's on my team, so it'll be exciting to – competing to be competing together again but you know it, it's always a lot of fun whenever you can get around um other players just across the country whether you're they're in the big 10 or whatever conference uh it's cool to just get around those guys and and talk to each other because you know you see each other play on tv all the time uh and just you know it's like just talking to someone you've known for a long time it seems like almost because a lot of you know athletes at this level are, are very similar people and uh you just get along everyone gets along real well um and to put a face with you know some of the guys that you watch on friday nights before your game you know whenever you're in the hotel hanging out uh, or whatever the, whatever it is you know it's fun to get around guys like that right and rich you spent two years at iu you know what are some of your biggest takeaways from your experience playing in the big 10 you know starting for the better part of two years uh throwing for over five thousand yards 34 touchdowns what were some of the biggest things you took away from your experience in bloomington 
Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that I took away from my experience there was uh, just the teammates and relationships that I was able to build in those in those two years. Um, you know, if I had never played a snap there, you know, I still have these relationships, and uh, at the end of the day, that that's what's gonna last forever. Um, no one's gonna play football forever, and and the memories that we were able to make together on and off the field uh, is definitely something that you know I uh, cherish and. I think, I think most guys on the team would probably say the same thing. Right. You know, camaraderie and, and being part of a team, there, there was really nothing else like it. Uh, Pro Day, I, I believe, is coming up probably in February uh, for you, uh, Rich. After after the Tropical Bowl, what are your plans uh, to do to, to, get into, to get into Pro Day on the right foot? Yeah, so after, you know, the bowl game, uh, the very next, actually that night, uh, I'll fly out to San Diego, uh, where I'll be for the remainder of, of my preparation uh, for pro day, and I'll be out there with training with George Whitfield uh, for my on the field, you know, quarterback and stuff, and uh, at a performance center out there for uh, you know the, the speed and strength training, that kind of deal. Um, so yeah, I'll be out there with my roommate will be Kenny Hill. Uh, he's a TCU quarterback. He's from Dallas as well. So uh, definitely just looking forward to getting out there and really getting on a routine you know these past couple weeks have been kind of here you know all over the place you're here now and then the next day you're in florida and um just flying all, all over the place it seems um so i'm just ready to get into my routine of what time i'm training every single day and get into a rhythm uh, and settle down yeah, it sounds like a hectic schedule. Rich, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about uh, the future of that Indiana quarterback. You spent, you know, one or two seasons uh, with two seasons with, with Peyton Ramsey, uh, one season with Nick Tronti. Of course, there's a Mike Penix is coming in uh, in the spring. Just what could Nick and um, Nick and Peyton bring uh, to the quarterback room that Hoosier fans could get excited about in 2018? Yeah, I think, you know, first off, they're both awesome guys. Um, first class, you know, everything about them. Uh, but they're both, you know, also extremely competitive. Um, and they're, you know, they're similar in a way, in the way that, you know, on the field, um, they both, you know, can run a little bit um, and can spin it. You know, Peyton obviously is going to have that experience from, from this past season. And, uh you know, Nick Nick doesn't, but he's you know, he's really eager to learn and you know, works extremely hard. So I mean I know those two are, are gonna compete, I, I would assume, and, and uh bring the best out of each other. You know, that that's what the our quarterback room is all about. And uh last year I think was a great example of it and it only continued to be that way. Um we all want the best for each other, you know, no matter what the circumstances is and uh, want to push each other to be to be our best. So they'll continue to do that. Awesome. Well, thank you, Richard, for your time. Uh, safe travels everywhere you go. Good luck in the Tropical Bowl on Saturday. Uh, I'll be watching. Tell Tony Fields uh, good luck as well. Um, and then we'll, we'll see you at Pro Day. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. That was former IU quarterback Richard Lego, who's getting ready to uh, play in the Tropical USA Bowl on Saturday, uh, starting at 9 a.m. And he was kind enough to join us on the Hoosier Auto Podcast. Uh, we'll have this uploaded as soon as possible. I want to thank Richard for his time. 
uh, and uh, wish him uh, wish him the best in in chasing his NFL dreams. Well, that does it for this episode of the Hoosier Huddle podcast. You could listen to to it on iTunes or wherever you uh, subscribe to your podcasts. Uh, check us out at HoosierHuddle.com and give us a follow on Twitter at Hoosier underscore Huddle. Again, uh, big thanks to Richard Lego and. Uh, VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.